School growth in some areas. Disney shifting focus in the headlines. Healthcare shortage in West Orange County. And an Easter message for a weary world. The date is April 14th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comments. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. The Ocoee City Commission has given a K-8 charter school approval to expand to the high school level. Commissioners gave approval at their April 5th meeting for Innovation Montessori Ocoee to use the 4.3-acre property located on Silver Star Road for a two-story high school. Now, over in Gotha, the proposed expansion of a K-12 school faced criticism regarding drainage, flooding and runoff, environmental issues, traffic, and more. The original Crenshaw School was approved in May 2011 under the tenure of Commissioner Scott Boyd. At the time, an existing church, New Life Worship Center, was proposed to then be used as a school. It has been operating as a school on various sites since 1999. Now, the Crenshaw School is a private school with about 80 students in the heart of the Gotha community. After much discussion by the Orange County Board of Zoning Adjustment, the board voted to recommend denial of the request by the Crenshaw School for a special exception. The school founder, Brenda Crenshaw, spoke at the meeting and said that the school meets all of the county requirements. The Comprehensive Planning Department reviewed the plan and determined the proposal was, quote, generally consistent with the policies in the comprehensive plan, but expressed concerns about the compatibility with the Gotha Rural Settlement. The piece goes on with full details in this week's paper, but for now... It looks like one school in Ocoee will be expanding, while currently another in Orange County will not. Meanwhile, a little more south, however, the three new Orange County public schools opening in August in the Horizon West area, well, their new, astonishingly meaningless names, have been announced. Panther Lake Elementary, Hamlin Elementary, and Hamlin Middle. As I've said before on this podcast, gone are the days where we name schools in remembrance of our history and heritage. William S. Maxey comes to mind. Recently, Disney has been in the spotlight of controversy over a new piece of Florida legislation, but they have some new news That is also catching headlines. Walt Disney World Resort unveiled last week plans to designate nearly 80 acres of land to bring a new affordable housing development to southwest Orange County. Now, this is coming with different opinions from different people. One Horizon West resident, Jack Oaks, is quoted in this week's paper. 
Well, he said he has mixed feelings on the development. Quote, on the one hand, it could turn into a dump over there. On the other hand, it's Disney, and they deserve a shot at revolutionizing affordable housing. He goes on, the latest leadership at Disney is who is in charge of this project, and I think the public has never had as little faith in Disney leadership as they do right now, end quote. Although Disney did not release where this project would be built, if it is located within the Reedy Creek Improvement District, it would not go through the same approval process through the Orange County government as the other projects in that area must go through. That is, if the legislator does not remove their unique self-rule status. Disney said it will continue to share additional information in the coming months and years. Okay, I'm going to get into the final story in just a little bit here. As you guys know, we have Easter weekend approaching, and I have the Easter message for this year. But before I do, let's get into the next story. A remarkable recovery. Windermere resident Aiden Gray is on an inspiring road to recovery after suffering from a brain injury following a July 2021 car crash. Getting dressed, eating, and walking, well, those are just three things among a multitude of others that Aiden is having to learn to do again at 23 years old. Now, that day in July, July 31st, well, it was a normal day just like any other for Aiden Gray. He was in Winter Garden hanging out with his friends before starting to head home back to his Windermere home in the middle of the night. And, well, he was just about two and one-half miles away from his house on County Road 535, when he suddenly swerved, flying off the road and crashing his car into a tree. Now, the next thing he remembers was being in a bed at a hospital where his parents were by his side. Now, this is an interesting story, and you can see the picture of the car crash. There is no reason to believe that the person driving that car would be alive nonetheless be doing very well there's pictures of Aiden in the paper and you could see him before his recovery started to really take high gear and you know just in really tough condition and then you see him now and he's just looking tip top I mean he's got a lot more uh you know recovery to go it, it, it talks about it in the paper but it's an interesting read and it's and you know really it's a touching story of what I see as you know just a miracle you know this this kid must have been saved for a purpose. Okay, let's go on down to other hard news. Well, you know, that is hyper-local news, of course. And this is a subject that is hyper-local for us, but it's really kind of a national topic. But it affects us greatly here in West Orange. And that is that Florida Hospital Association President Mary Mayhew is calling their current situation, quote, one of the worst staffing shortages hospitals have faced in decades, end quote. Now, despite the staffing shortage, some local experienced healthcare workers have said 
It has not been easy to find a job. A nurse here in West Orange County who asked to remain anonymous, well, she said she moved to the area in December of 2021 and has not been able to secure a job with benefits since. As a nurse for 12 years in various fields and specialties, who has been in the medical field for 16 years, she always thought that she would be set in life, you know, once she got her nursing degree. But apparently that hasn't been the case for her recently. Now she says that she has applied for 70 positions, that is 7-0, with organizations including Advent Health, Orlando Health, UCF and Leesburg, remote jobs, urgent cares, and and Disney. Now, what has made her job search so difficult? Well, according to her, she says that she did not get vaccinated for COVID-19, a decision she made because of lasting neurological side effects from vaccinations she received earlier in life. And that's according to this nurse. Now, she says, quote, I feel like this is part of my problem. I honestly never thought it would be so difficult. End quote. Now, in the midst of all this, Advent Health is, well, they're set to open their big winter garden hospital right by the mall there. And that's supposed to be done in May. It's right next to the emergency services unit. Uh, at the completion of this, it'll be a five-story tower with 80 beds. And apparently, I think it says like 300 jobs. So that's a lot of jobs to fill. And uh, we'll keep an eye on this, but there's obviously a lot of details. And Annabelle Sykes, you should check out this uh, week's paper because she goes, you know, she goes like full on investigative reporter status. So she gets both sides of the issue. She's zipping around, getting quotes and all kinds of uh, statements from leaders and healthcare and. All kinds of things. So it's a great piece, you know, if you have an interest for this topic, a very important topic, you could check it out in this week's paper or online. Now let me go into the sports highlight. With one seventh grader, six eighth graders, and only two upperclassmen, Foundation Academy's softball team is one of the youngest in the area. Still, it's undefeated in Class 2A, District 8. Now, in this week's paper, there's a big write-up on it by Andrea Mujica, who's our new staff writer, doing an incredible job. Uh, so, you know, I want you to check it out. In all the hyper-local sports, this is the sole place in West Orange County to get hyper-local sports. So if you're interested in that, you know, we're the only place to go. So check it out online or in the paper, in the big red boxes. Now, another thing on FA, Foundation Academy. They are a sponsor of this program. So you can see that they are great in the sports because we're always talking about them in the sports category. But they're also great in education. We have these alumni that just go on and they're just incredible success stories. Now, they're, they're greatest, though, to me, they're greatest in something far more than sports, far superior even than education, scholastic education. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, more than anything in this world, I want you to focus on your character. 
if my children get poor grades in math and science, but manage to treat people right in this, in this weary world, well, then I've done my job. And F.A., Foundation Academy, is helping me. So I want you to check them out for your family, whether you have young kids or young grandkids. Foundation Academy, where character matters. Okay, now let's get into the final page. Those of you who have heard me talk about this podcast offline, you have surely heard me mention that this is a Paul Harvey-style influenced program. I do news and comment. I got that from Paul Harvey, the greatest. So for today, for this year's Easter message, I'm going to tell you a story that Paul Harvey told on his radio broadcast some, well, probably some 50 years ago. You know, it's not meant to be a perfectly aligned uh, fit theologically, but that's not the point of it. It's an illustration. It's an artistic expression. Well, he told a story about a Boston preacher. Well, the Boston preacher placed the beat-up, bent, rusted-up old birdcage next to his pulpit when he was about to tell this story. He said an unkempt, unwashed little lad about 10 years old was coming up the alley swinging this old caved-in birdcage with several tiny birds shivering on the floor of it. The compassionate Dr. Gordon asked the boy where he got the birds. He said he trapped them. Dr. Gordon asked what he was going to do with the birds. Well, the boy said that he was going to play with them and have some fun with them. The preacher said, sooner or later, you'll get tired of them. Then what are you going to do with them? The lad said, well, I have some cats at home. They, they like birds. I'll, I'll feed them to my cats. Dr. Gordon said, son, how much do you want for those birds? The boy, surprised, hesitated and said, Mister, you don't want these birds. They're just plain old field birds. They can't even sing. They're ugly. The preacher said, just tell me, how much do you want? The grubby little lad, well, he thought about it. He squinted up one eye, he calculated and hesitated and said, two dollars? A considerable amount in those days. Well, to his surprise, Dr. Gordon reached into his pocket and handed the boy two one-dollar bills. The preacher took the cage. The boy, in a wink, hurried up the alley. In a sheltered crevice between the buildings, Dr. Gordon opened up the door of the birdcage and tapping on the rusty exterior, he encouraged the little birds, one at a time, to find their way out through the narrow door and fly away. Now on back to the pulpit where the preacher was telling this story. Well, just having accounted for the empty cage beside him, the preacher went on to tell what, well, what seemed like that first, a separate story. About how once upon a time, Jesus and the devil had engaged, well, in a negotiation Satan had boasted how he baited a trap 
in Eden's garden. And, well, in Eden's garden, he caught himself a world full of people. Jesus asked, what are you going to do with all those people in your cage? The devil said, well, I'm going to play with them, tease them, make them marry and divorce and have fights and kill one another. I'm going to make them throw bombs on one another. I'm going to teach them how to do that. I'm going to have fun with them. Jesus said, you can't have fun with them forever. When you get tired of playing, what are you going to do with them? Satan said, damn them. They're no good anyway. Damn them. Kill them. Jesus said, how much do you want for them? Satan said, you can't be serious. If I sell them to you, they'll just spit on you. They'll hate you. They'll hit you and beat you. They'll hammer nails into you. They're no good. Jesus said, how much? Satan said, all of your tears, all of your blood, that's the price. Jesus took the cage and paid the price and opened the door. This story shows us the principle of Easter. Jesus lived a good life in a weary, wicked world to show us that it could be done. He died and rose again to show us that we could do that too. Good day. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed Easter. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.